Ahoy, hello, welcome to a brand new episode of Baffled. It's one of your favourite fact podcasts. It's back once again. We have delved deep through the internet, through books sometimes as well. And we're going to bring you six facts. Your decision is whether to remember them, whether they are good pub ammo or if they should be chucked into the big bin of nonsense. Uh, my name is Dan. Thanks for sticking us on. I've got stuff about uh, cut the colours at Disney, stuff about a very expensive Polish phone bill. Stick around for that. And um, prostitute monkeys. It's all coming up. What you got, Connor? Oh, you almost said nine facts as well. Did you have a flashback to the old days? Yeah, the glorious old days. Yeah, the glory days. Uh, we're going to be talking about um, screaming super duper loud, the most ridiculous name in the USA and how many people have it, and also Coca-Cola and who to go to if you want to know how it's made. It's all on the way. A brand new episode of Baffled. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Uh, you got me very excited talking about Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. It's a drink that it's a drink that I do enjoy. I do love Coca-Cola. Um, so I'm, I'm very. But you get furry teeth, so I'm very excited to see how it pans out. It's funny you say that. Actually, I was uh, I was out with my friend the other day, who just uh, just you know ha- having a typical day out, just doing a few bits and bobs, and we had this discussion, which is strange because I'm talking about it on the episode of you today. But like, what is the ultimate? fizzy drink like what is the best and i do think it's a can of coke a cold can of coke or a, the glass bottle is elite but a cold coke oh tell you what look i don't want to completely disrail or derail this podcast right now by talking about the the best makes and methods of drinking coke but yeah elite is glass bottled coke second is i would say syrup made uh, when when they make it in the like the restaurant or something where they kind of stick soda with the syrup if you're parched and you get one of those Top tier, not can't be beaten. Well, anyway, you see, yeah, we've got six facts for you. One of them is about Coke, but we've given it quite a lot of time already, so we'll keep that short. And you just decide whether they're worth remembering or not. Connor, what do you got? Uh, let's start with uh, the loudest thing ever shouted. Uh, the loudest word ever shouted by uh, was by a woman called Miss Flanagan, and she was a teacher. And she has entered the record books back in 1994, where um, she absolutely belted out the word quiet, at 121.7 decibels, setting a world record. Uh, and that is the equivalent of a jet engine. When was this done, sorry? 1994, and he's yet to be beaten. So, like all of these things, she's done that as some form of championship, right? Well, I, you know, it was, I think it was in a classroom. It was a but teacher. They, but they couldn't have recorded that. It's very opportunistic that someone's wandered in with a, you know, the, the people who measure this stuff, the Guinness World Record peoples are wandering down and just pop into a classroom one day and hear it. I mean, that's... That's incredibly coincidental. She must have gone to some form of world 
shouting championships. No, yeah. So what I believe happened was was that they was aware that she could shout very, very loud. Um, there was the understanding that she's got a bloody loud voice, that Miss Flanagan. So I think they invited down Guinness World Record in 1994, but they'd done it in her environment. So um, there's there's sort of that with it. So she done it within the classroom. And um, like like when we set uh, the world records, Dan, do you remember they come along to our studio? Similar to that. So it was in her environment. Um, but yeah, 1994, yet to be beaten, 121.7 decibels on the word. What? I just think you can only use that once. When I was at school, I was far more terrified and would pay attention to the rather menacing quiet teachers who were just quiet. Yeah. Or they would just shut yeah. up completely. So you're still gabbling yeah. away and they just completely shut up and just stare. Like that terrified me more than some old love just yelling the word quiet. I mean, that is very loud, like as loud as a jet engine, sure. But yeah, as loud as a jet engine, I rock concert, 121.7 decibels. But I guess as well, like the thing to look at there, isn't there, is like she's peeking at that. So it, it I, I assume that it's recorded for a very minuscule amount of time whereas at a rock concert at a jet engine it withstands 121.7 decibels for quite a long amount of time I assume whereas with I need her to, she's yeah. just hit that you know I need to know mm-hmm. like how she like the damage I need to know how much is hurt her vocal cords I need to know how she's warming up I need to know how she's is she always been this loud has she learned how to do it what does she does she like gargle hot water and lemon every morning to give her the kind of vocal cords, the best chance of this. Does she warm up? We talk a lot. We're told quite a lot by other professional people that you really should warm up. Like, what is she doing here? Like, how is she getting ready for this? Well, that's the thing. From what I've read as well, when I was looking into it, there's a, you know, there's quite quite a cool um, few articles on it all. I think she just has a natural ability to obviously shout really loud. Some people have louder voices than others. Um, obviously not good for your vocal cords. I can imagine. I mean, it's never good to be shouting. I remember when we went to Glastonbury, lad, I come back and my voice was completely wrecked and I was shouting loads. So can't imagine it done her much good, but hey, she got the Guinness World Record in the end, so good for her. As loud as a jet engine. Well done to the teacher. Right, first fact for me today. Back in 2005, a group of scientists trained uh, monkeys how to use money. So they... A long process. They train monkeys that look. You get these amount of tokens. You can spend these tokens on food if you like. If you put a token here, you pull a lever, you get food. Very quickly, the monkeys went fairly mental with this money. They learned how to use economics. They learned how to buy things at a reduced rate. They learned how to barter with money, how to exchange money for food from another monkey. So they would buy and they would sell, and then. They figured out very quickly that you could pay for sex with money. Oh, what for other monkeys to have sex with? Yeah. So there was monkeys paying other monkeys for sexy time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The monkeys were given tokens at one time. One of the researchers noticed how the monkeys would exchange money with other monkeys for sex. And that after the absolute, <laughs> I know after it was over, you know the classic. Classic cliche is some people like a cigarette after they've done that. Uh, the monkey that was paid the money would immediately go and exchange it for a grape. That is absolutely ridiculous. Wild, right? Like literally wild. And it didn't take long at all. So uh, was there evidence sort of pre the idea of like exchanging money for sex that they weren't very like, uh, they weren't doing that often? Like it wasn't something that they wanted to do. And then all of a sudden yeah, money was I, involved and they I were think, like, hey. Yeah, I think I think pretty much. Yeah, they they noticed that 
monkeys who perhaps weren't doing this a lot were suddenly doing it a lot more and one monkey was getting money and immediately buying a grape because of it. Not just that, uh, they noticed monkeys stealing tokens from other monkeys to buy their own food. It was chaos. So I just imagine these scientists, right? Yeah. This is the thing. Money, wealth, it ruins the bloody world. And it we can't we can't control it, mate. Look at us, you know? Give somebody hundred grand and their head's gone. Not good. Even the bloody no. monkeys couldn't control it. I, like imagine these scientists as well. So one of them's walked in one day, oh, I've had I got I've had a great idea. Let's see what monkeys will do with money. So they do the legwork, ball aching, training these monkeys. Finally it sorts out and then they're just left with ad- like addicted monkeys that are just shagging and nicking everything in sight like very quickly it's chaos now all i can imagine as well in my head is like and i don't know why my head's gone to here but i'd like to share it with you it's just a bunch of really wealthy monkeys all dressed up mafia sort of blokes you know they're walking around they've got their little cigars they've got their little top hats on one of them's on the corner of the street they've got their little tokens we create we create a little world of rich monkeys excellent well that's what you wonder I don't know how long this study lasted for, but if it had gone on for years and years and years, I wonder if you would have seen like that system where you have the fat cat monkeys who have got their monocles on, smoking cigars, just wandering around the place with a cane. You've got the little urchin monkeys who don't have anything, who are desperately scrabbling around. You've got your cleaner monkeys. You've got your middle class low in- and your low income monkeys. I wonder. I'm intrigued as well as to whether <clears throat> they, uh, you know, encouraged the monkeys to use the coins in order to have sex, or whether they just decided. Like the monkeys made that yeah. decision because you know, like when I you look it was at like that. when you look at like a dog or whatever, some of them can play dead. They can roll over, and obviously they're trained and forced with the reward of that afterwards. So I wonder whether the monkeys were like, "Well, here we go then." A bit of cash knocking around. I might as well start offering a service. I no, I think that's exactly what it was. And imagine being that what? first monkey that I don't think the scientists encouraged this at all. I think they kind of came back one day and found out what's going on here. Hang on. And then again, you I guess too? monkeys are quite similar to humans, aren't they? They're, you know, they're yeah, from exactly. the same sort of line. So therefore, it says a lot about us, really, doesn't it? Even the bloody monkeys are doing it. Quite. The most scientific thing you've ever said is that monkey, yeah, monkeys are the same sort of line as us humans, aren't they? They're kind of similar. But same sort of line as us, yeah. There we go. What else have you got for us, Connor? Um, well, we've done a fact, didn't we, recently, mate, about um names. Was it was it last couple of episodes? I remember we done a name fact about weird names. Yeah. Cheese, was yeah. it? <clears throat> yeah, I remember, yeah, that one. Yeah, well I wanted to top it. There are eighty four people. There are eighty four people in the USA officially officially named LOL. Now L O L as well on the spelling. Here's the thing. LOL is an acronym, right? For laughing out loud, not lots of love, which is what your grandma might think. I like have the people who have named their kid LOL, have they played true to that? Have they given them like three names and then condensed it? Like Lawrence, Olivier, Larenson. 84 people, 84 people, first name LOL. Could be like LOL Smith. But here's the thing. I understand the spelling of it is L-O-L. But if I remember rightly, I think I knew a girl called Lauren and I think her dad called her LOL. Yeah, that's but yeah, but you're from Essex, right? That's a very that would be a very like casual dad thing to say. Oh, lol, come over here. Like, yeah, I get that. So it's kind of in and in and around the world of maybe being a name. It's not like this totally ridiculous thing. Like you know, there's you know, eighty four people in the US called Iron. Yeah, it's not LMFAO, is it? It's it's not that. It's not (laughs) like this is an actual (laughs) thing. 
There's 84 lols, four LMFAOs, there's two OMGs. I mean, yeah. it really is falling apart. A couple of PMSLs. I There's a lot that's wrong with the world at the moment. I would argue this is this is where you know the human race really is done. Well, it's just child abuse and birth, isn't it, really? The minute you call your kid lol, they're set up for a lifetime of absolute nightmare. Because it's not, yeah, and it's not... Like they, as you say, because you know you've got this mate called Lauren, shortened to Lol. Like you could probably get away with it as a name. I'm not bothered about that. I'm bothered about the parents who have called it that. The parents who think, what, what should we call our kids? So many brilliant, beautiful names that we can do. We can tap into our family history. No, I want to name it after an acronym that we use online when we can't be asked to say, "I'm laughing." Yeah. And now you've even got the laughing emoji. So Lol is officially outdated. So See, not, not even. Yeah. I think it's a standout though. I think when you look at when you look at Hinge, when you look at Tinder, you know, you're scrolling through, you're always looking for that standout. What's the thing that's a little bit different? I think it's bloody attractive. You know, you see the name Lol. Oh, bloody, I've got to have a little conversation. I reckon you're getting swiped right a fair few amount of times. Gotta be honest with you. Lol. If your name is Lol and you're listening to this and you were officially named Lol after LOL, uh, lots of love. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, bafflepod.com please get in touch lots of love well no that's a you know that's what a lot of old people think it is laugh out loud yeah thank you to our current on-trend internet expert there tapping us in with the kids right second fact of the show for me a Polish charity once stuck a GPS tracker on the back of a stork to find out where it went a big bird where it migrated to over the winter so from poland they put this gps tracker on it and wanted to track where it flew it traveled 6000 kilometers was traced down the nile down the blue nile valley basin into sudan so we're into africa now before the charity lost contact with it the next thing they heard about this tracker was when it racked up um a bill of over Hang on, I've got it written here. A, a bill of over £3,000 because someone had found the GPS tracker, nicked the SIM card, put it in his phone and was making calls. Oh, excellent. What a win. We, see, this taps back into the monkeys. If you give a lot of humans the chance to, to do something a bit dodgy, they might, you know, uh, run up a massive phone bill. They might call their kid lol. Humans aren't good at making these sorts of decisions. Well, the thing is as well, is that that length as well, 6,000 kilometers is absolutely insane, isn't it? Because, you know, what what is the mileage? That's about, I've just looked, it's 3,800 miles. And what's the yeah. mileage in flight then? I wonder where you can go London to where with that amount well, of mileage. Well, it's, New it's, York's 5,000, isn't it? I don't, don't know that off the top of my head, but. But I mean, Poland to kind of Eastern Africa is is a long old way. So it's yeah, it might well be kind of do London the, through uh, to New York. Do we know the length of time it took the bird to get that far? I, no, I don't specifically know. Actually, all I do know, as I say, is that the the, the next time it was uh, picked up, because the white stork, they're, they're kind of worried about it. it. It's pushed. It was pushed to near extinction in Europe fifty years ago. They've managed to recover it. So they wanted to track where it was going, so they sent this bird on its way. Uh, completely lost contact with the tracker. The next thing they heard was when a bill got sent through to the charity saying, by the way, you owe us about three grand because some someone out in Sudan has racked up 20 hours worth of phone calls. So it's not just like little bits. He's, he's found it and he's thinking, well, this is an absolute win. I'm going to call everyone I've ever known all around the world for an entire day. Do you think, though, that maybe, just maybe, the bird flogged it? Eh? The bird was like the monkeys. You know, the bird had the thing, you know, right, there's a SIM card in here, probably flog it to the fella. Done a little tenor, put it in his put it in his wing, and off he went. Well, perhaps so. Hey, eh? maybe, 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 yeah, maybe he done that. Maybe he's like the monkeys. 
maybe thought there's a little bit of cash in here for me. Well, uh, maybe that's, you know, this podcast is for almost nothing at all. But if it manages Excellent. to uncover, if, if this, if it manages to uncover some like deception in animals, they are actually flogging things on the black market, then I thought I'd be happy. No, absolutely. But I think it creates a nice little image, doesn't it? Of a, uh, of a bird flogging off a SIM card to some random geezer. Done deal. Do you have an insatiable fascination with the paranormal? Are you ready to dive headfirst into the eerie realms of the unexplained? Brace yourself, for the supernatural world is about to reveal all of its secrets on the Paranormal Activity Podcast. And who better to guide you through this hair-raising journey than myself, Yvette Fielding, renowned paranormal investigator. Every episode of Paranormal Activity takes you on an unforgettable adventure into the unknown. I share my own encounters, chilling experiences, and exclusive insights into the world of the paranormal. But that's not all. The true heart of this podcast lies in the stories, evidence and questions shared by our devoted listeners. Like you, whether you're a seasoned paranormal enthusiast or just starting to dip your toes into the waters of the supernatural, Paranormal Activity with me, Yvette Fielding, is your ultimate destination. Will you dare to join me? Listen to Paranormal Activity with me, Yvette Fielding, wherever you get your podcasts from. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Right, just before we get into the last facts of the show, and we're storming through them today, I do, I do love just cracking through these easy bits of learning. None of the bickering, mm. just let's learn, let's get facts, let's uncover animal conspiracies. Uh, I'd like to push you towards, I mean, let's be fair, Connor, this is what derails every episode, right? Yep. Like the actual facts is quick and breezy, but when we, when yep. we, when we have to direct people towards buying our merch, that's when, that's when we all fall to pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, about that. So the website is bafflepod.com. Um, what we got on there? We got, we got socks that come in one size. Yeah, you got your socks. But that's not yeah, too big a yeah. thing. Most socks come in one, in one size. Why one size? Um, you, so you, yeah, socks I tell you what, everyone. 
You air your grievances with the merch, and I will rebut them. I'll I'll, I'll toe the party line. Hey, we've got socks for uh, we've got socks in one size, therefore sock for everyone. Um, Great. Uh, what else we got? Water bottles. Oh, we've got water bottles. Ah, yes. We've got the water bottles. Yes, they're very good. Very good. Put your water in there in the day. It stays nice and cool. Bloody hot out there at the moment. Make sure you're hydrated. Not only are you showing your support for the podcast, but you're also staying healthy. We're saving lives out we've here, got people. A, uh, we've, got, you know, we've got a great, great T-shirt as well that was... Um, it was designed designed by a previous uh, baffled member, Mark, uh, obviously fashion guru. So he put all of these sort of design elements of of, of t shirts into it. Great cut, you know. I don't know if you heard recently about the um, the guy in Australia who was lost out at sea for about three months with his dog and had to survive on rainwater. Uh, you would have no problem wearing our t shirts. People would find you instantly wherever you're lost. Hang yeah. on. What is this dude doing out there in a bright Absolutely. blue, pink, and orange T-shirt? Don't worry about a shark as well. The sharks won't won't eat you if you're stuck at sea because they'll be scared this of it. So um, doesn't look yeah. appetising. No. So for all of that, humanity love it as well. So if you wear it, you know people are going to leave you alone. Yeah, bafflepod.com. Lo- would love to see you in that, and you can send over any messages and any facts you've got there too. Right, last fact of the show. You know, if you buy the T-shirt and there's a concern about the way it looks, just fire it over. It's bafflepod.com. There's an email there. Just complain there. It's fine. Yeah, concerns, but I can't help you with any, you know, details on manufacturing, on how safe it is. Like, But if if you've got something, just a little quibble, let us know and I'll read it out and probably laugh. Quickly, Dan, as well, the the producer's got the message in there about just like scrapping the refund policy. That's, That's off as well, isn't it? Yeah, that's gone. Yeah, got my fine. Great. I'm yeah, not, so not sure. bafflepod.com. Last fact of the show, Connor, what you got? There are only two people alive, supposedly, who know the recipe of Coca-Cola. Uh, they're not even allowed to travel on the same plane in case it crashes. But yeah, two people, supposedly. And the reason I say supposedly is because, I don't know, there's a part of me that might have to let someone know if I knew it. Just someone, you know? So, so they say two people, but I beg to differ. You're right. So, um, yeah. If you if, like, if only two people know it, you can be sure that I would say around around ten people probably know, but won't. And then that that gossip. Like, if I know something, I'm probably telling two people. So, if two people know something, they've probably told four between them, and that's stripped down. Um, like because I know some secrets. And I'm thinking, if I know him, who else knows these things? So, what you got? What you got for me? Uh, I can't possibly reveal it on a podcast, but you know, the, we're talking we're talking high up national conspiracies here. You don't want to go to mm. Joe Rogan or Jordan Peterson or Ben Shapiro. You want to come to Big Simo. I've got these conspiracies. Now, this brings us a thing. What flavor is Coke? Well, it's it's, it's Coca Cola, isn't it? That's the flavor of it. It's their but own what flavor, flavor, isn't it? What fla- but what flavor? But it is their own flavour. No, Coca-Cola I know. But is the flavour. But what are you tasting? Like, what does it taste like? What flavours are it tasting like? Oh, okay. Because, um, like, Dr Pepper is very cherry, which I noticed recently. It's got that uh, kind of cherry flavour. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why I said cherry flavour, and then I went, get, yeah, that kind of cherry flavour. But yeah, I guess in Coca Cola, there's probably like maybe a little hint of vanilla. Is there a little bit? Yeah, I think there's a, there's a touch of kind of peppery vanilla. I really want a Coke now. There's here, peppery vanilliness. Coca-Cola is a carbonated soft drink um, flavoured with vanilla, uh, hints of cinnamon, citrus oils and other flavourings. So when um, you say that only two people know the facts, the, 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 the recipes, 
you do as well because it's on the internet. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but obviously there's a few that it says here as well that um, Coca-Cola became popular worldwide after the American pharmacist John Stith Pemberton invented Coca-Cola. There are a secret ingredients within it that create the flavouring of which you taste today. So I think the base of it is vanilla, cinnamon, citrus oils and other flavourings. But if you mix those things together, vanilla, cinnamon and citrus oils, it would taste nothing like Coca-Cola. They've obviously got things in there that make it as good as it is. Well, it's like the KFC... Colonel's original recipe chicken, 11 herbs and spices. Who knows that? I, I, I think hey. I think a really early fact we had was that it was written down in a safe and it had to be guarded at all times or something. I tell you what, I tell you what, mate, actually, a little extra bonus one for you. Um, I, I, I'd done this on the radio, actually, and yeah, I wanted to bring it with this fact. Did you know they'd done clear Coca-Cola at one point? Wild. Just water. It was clear. No, it was Coca-Cola flavour, but clear. Google it. Clear Coca-Cola. It's called Coca-Cola Clear. I kind of think. Or Tab Clear. Tab clear, T-A-T-A-B. It was around, didn't do very, very well. Uh, no. I tried to track it down, by the way. I tried to find a bottle of it. Uh, somebody has a bottle on eBay for £65. I just think half the taste Out is in how it looks. 15 years. Yeah, half the taste is in how it looks. Talking of Prime, really Prime. Is. So when we went to New York, Connor was you know fascinated by the Prime energy drink. I went down to my local corner shop. They were flogging one there for £8. Went to the Sainsbury's local across the road. They had it there for two. And it turns out yeah, it's everywhere see. now. They went to the Sainsbury's local, stocked up, and they're flogging them. Hey, mate, I'd say, we'll say one thing about Coca-Cola, though. It really is the hangover cure. And if you don't have it on a hangover, the minute you wake up and you're feeling <laughs> two paracetamol and a bottle of Coca-Cola, I'm telling you right now, it'll be a game changer. There you go. Last fact of the show. Disney had to secretly invent two colours. They've, hi- they've hid two colours, go away green and blending blue. They are used uh, to paint quite a lot to hide your eyes from construction work that might be going on. So they are particularly designed by the Disney Imagineers to be almost the most boring colours ever. So you don't focus on them. So your eyes completely ignore them. So you're not looking at when they're, you know, having to rebuild a roller coaster or when you're looking at something they've made look like a rainforest and there are odd eyesores there. They paint them completely so you don't notice what you're seeing. I've just had a little look at the uh, the go away green. It is very much just not attractive to the eye. It just kind of sits there. It, it doesn't really. Although the blending blue looks like a bloody nice sky. I tell you. If you're laying in Spain, little pina colada in your hand, you're looking at yeah. blending blue. Yeah, but that, well, that's why it's blending blue, isn't it? It's, it's, it's not go away green, as what you've said. Very unattractive to look at. But blending blue, it's nice, but it, you know. You don't need to stare at it. It's just there. It's like Ooh. the sky all around you. It's used to erase backstage building and camouflage parks of the park. Yeah. And also as well, um, if you would like an example of where they've used Blending Blue, apparently in the Sleeping Beauty Castle, uh, Blending Blue has been used in certain areas, supposedly. Hey, there you so go. And that's what I do like about Disney. I've been watching a series on Disney Plus about behind the stage, the behind the scenes secrets of Disney parks. Ah, yeah, what the Pixar one? Yeah, all of them. I've been watching all of those. Can't can't get enough of it, and uh, because they're really funny as well. You think it's just going to be an absolute puff piece for Disney, and it is, but they're also really really funny, and just the amount of thought that has to go into it. And Walt Disney back in the day, when something needed to be done and it didn't exist, very simply, he would make it. Yeah, get it done, job done. I think that's what we need to start doing. I think that we need to start taking that approach. Just make. What do you mean? Well, that, yeah, well, we've been doing that for three years. Hello to this podcast. Yeah, but look, we're trying to get number one, aren't we, in the charts? Let's just make our own chart. Right, right now? Yeah. Can we get that knocked up? Well, this very specifically is not a comedy fact podcast chart. 
And, you know, we as a podcast, we dive into those terms very loosely because sometimes it's not funny and sometimes it's not even full of facts. But, you know, we're top of that. Exactly. Comedy Fact Podcast Chart created by Dan Connor and producer Adam. We're number one. Cheers. And the painters of Brilliant Blue, uh, uh, Blending Blue, they made it in, I think. That's a good name. Brilliant Blue. Brilliant I'm Blue. Sure, I'm sure there is a Brilliant Blue. Uh, they they made it to match the sky in California, so they sent it over to Florida, but the landscape was completely different, so it stuck out against the blue sky. So that's another fact for you. The sky doesn't look blue in the same place all around the world. Wild. There you go. It's what we do. We give you a, we give you a double facts when it comes to colours. We like that. Right, what have we learned this week? Well, sadly... Some some very mean parents have named their kids LOL over in America. Also, um, there's Blending Blue and Go Away Greed in Disneyland parks, which means you don't notice stuff. And if you give monkeys a couple of quid, they will inevitably spend it on sex. Thank you very much for listening. Baffle Pod is where you need to go. We will see you next week. Say goodbye, Connor. Ta-da. And I can't wait to be back. Until then, bye. Bye.